What does motion sound like? With Kizikans free shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizikcom socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. You're listening to the Paddock Blues Podcast. You can find us on our link tree at linktr.ee forward slash paddockblues. Or you can email us at paddockblues at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to the Paddock Blues podcast. Today I'm joined by Melinda, Jamie, and we've got a new person with us today. James, how's, how are you going, mate? You okay? Yeah, I'm not bad. How are you? Yes, yeah, Sam, me too. Just give us a little bit of a background then, James, just so people know who you are, um, where you're from, stuff like that, where, and why do you support Everton, basically? Why Why would anyone support Everton, basically? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was just about to say that. I've been broke, not really well, ever. Yeah, so from Bradford, unfortunately, it's not the best place, is it? Um, obviously, been going, which way? God, seen to kick for what? 18, yeah, 18 years, I think. I was seven. Um, but yeah, literally brought up that way. I'm not the, not the best, oh, not the best for life. <clears throat> Sorry, joking, yeah. Uh, but yeah, literally all my life. Yeah, been, not been brought up very well. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> could be worse though, you could be a Bradford fan, couldn't you? Well, yeah, yeah, there is that. <laughs> Yeah, so you say you've been going a match for 18 years. Have you ever had anyone as mental as Melinda sitting next to you in that 18 years? Hey! No. <laughs> Tell us about the match day experience with Melinda because I know from my experience I wake up with bruises and everything on my arm and she's just <laughs> punching the shit out of me, screaming down my ear. So what's your match day experience like at Goodison Park then? That's before kickoff, isn't it? Yeah, that's before kickoff. yeah. To be fair, yeah. That's just oh, in the pub before we go out. Oh, yeah, I love you guys too. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> we have to take the piss out of Melinda on this podcast. You'll you'll find that out. Yeah. Just the way it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so have you ever sat next to what's it like sitting next to our little Canadian mate then? It's all right to be fair, I've, I've enjoyed it, but it's the first time I've ever had to sit at a halfway through a season. Oh, ringing in here all the time. <laughs> It's not a bad thing, though. It's not a bad thing. I'll let her off. And Melinda, what's it like sitting next to James? Is he quite vocal? Um, he can be. He has his moments. Yeah. He has his moments, yeah. And he always seems to bash his shins on the uh, gates as well, so that's always On fun. the turnstiles? <laughs> no, like, you know, at the Oh, front yeah, because you're at the front, time. Like... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I meant to say to you the other day, I watched the um, the Arsenal game back the other day, and I think Coleman was taking a throw in. I could just hear this voice saying, Come on, Seamus. It sounded like you. It must have been you. Who, who me? Yeah, it must have been you, yeah. Oh, probably. I could just hear this American voice in the crowd. 
Uh, sorry, Canadian voice in the crowd. <laughs> I'm only joking. No, yeah, you could. Yeah. yeah, so first of all, we've all calmed down, haven't we? From, well, I'd like to think we are from the derby. But yeah. I'd just like to get everyone's initial thoughts. You know, we, we glossed over it to the media the day, like a 20 minute pod. We were all upset and we just couldn't be arsed. But, Jamie, I'll come to you first. How do you feel now that the dust has settled a little bit, mate? Um, same as I did five minutes after the final whistle went. Numb. Forgot about it straight away. Um, just because used to it, mate. I know that's no excuse, but mm-hmm. I am. I'm more worried about Saturday. Uh, and it's more important. I don't expect anything from Liverpool, so to get you know to get nothing. If the performance obviously isn't good enough, we know that. But these players are 18th for a reason, you know. If they could performances consistently, consistently like Arsenal, we wouldn't be in this position. So, you know, you've got to get ready for them to do performances like that. I'd rather do it at Anfield than on Saturday. Yeah, fair enough, Melinda. How do you? I know we were. Uh, I know we didn't sound on the pod, but we were quite upset, weren't we? That obviously we got beat against Liverpool again. But how do you feel now? A couple of days later, you're okay about it. Yeah, you know what, like as Jamie has said, I think the real focus now is um, Leeds definitely, but I think the next two home games, Leeds and Villa, I think those are are the mo- really important for us. Um, I've seen a lot of people saying, you know, on Twitter, it's treated as like a cup final. <laughs> it's just like, are we really here? But of course, you know, of course we're in this position, like we've known it. It's just a matter of having to endure it again. Um it's just, yeah, like, again, as Jamie had said, he kind of took the words right out of my mouth. It was just the performance, really, for me. That was disappointing. Yeah. Sort of see, the like, the standard that we could play and then just see us absolutely crumble and just flop around the pitch like fish. It was just really disappointing, to be honest with you. Um, again, brings me brings back to that point of, I don't think we realize the presence that DCL has on that pitch, really, until, you know, he's gone. Yeah. And he was a big big miss last season and I think it's going to be that case again this year unfortunately so um yeah I know we'll get a bit into DCL in a bit yeah. but uh, yeah I know it's just it's a ma- it's a massive it's a massive disappointment yeah I've had like time to like sort of well, I'm not a master tactician I don't claim to be but break the game down I, I I don't know whether you agree James I just I just think pace absolutely ruined Everton against Liverpool the other day we just don't really seem to have any. You look at our back four, it's slow, isn't it? The whole back four is slow. And another thing that I've picked up on, and I heard somebody else saying on another part, is I think it was talking the Blues with the S. It just said, uh, whenever we go a goal down, our heads just drop, don't they? Completely drop. Do you, would you agree with that? Well, like, as soon as we went 1 0 down, it was like, oh, turn it off. Yeah. Because there's literally got absolutely no chance of getting back into it, yeah, which it should. Did we, apart from the day we said in the second half, did we even have a shot in the second half? I can't remember us having wait, a shot. Are we talking about that, that Tom Davis header? was just a remarkable <laughs> header, wasn't it? And, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Tom Davis, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. No, but I just I just feel like whenever you're right there, because when I watched the match with my dad, and as soon as they scored, which was early. Well, when was it in the second half? Was it the first half? Sorry, minutes. Yeah, I just said it's game over. You know that. He went. Yeah. Oh, I don't say that. I went. No, I just, I just don't ever feel like we're going to get back into the game. And only Everton could have a, a one game manager bounce as well. But anyway, let's move on from that. Liverpool stink of shit. So uh, <laughs> move on to the next point. <laughs> and it is Calvert Lewin. I'm glad that you brought it up, there, Melinda. Um We all need to have a serious 
talk about Dominic Calvert-Lewin and opening what's going on. Um, I think Sean Dice basically alluded to that it's more than just injuries when it comes to Calvert-Lewin. It's obviously a mental yeah. thing. I know he came out last year, didn't he, and said he suffered mentally. Um, yeah, Melinda, I'll come to you first. Well, have you got any thoughts on Calvert-Lewin? I know what we've all got thoughts on Calvert-Lewin, by the way. Yeah, you know what? I, I honestly, like, I've said this, you know, a few times now, and I, I really do love the lad. You know, I think he's, you know, he, I think he's got a heart of gold. And when he is on that pitch, I do believe he gives it the most that he absolutely can give. You know, I do believe that. Um, but he's, he just can't be what our club needs right now. And that's where the club has let him down completely, I think. To have that pressure on your shoulders to think, you know, it's me, it's up to me. You know, I have that presence on the pitch. And, you know, when I'm gone, look at the way my my squad's performing like that like that's massive you know like that that does things to your mental health and we also don't know about you know his private or his personal life and things he might be going through um we've been chatting in our group as well and I I wouldn't be surprised if it came out that he has maybe some other health concerns going on possibly you know I I don't know um because that can also so definitely link with your mental health as well. If you have like a chronic condition that we don't know about, you know, maybe he does or there's something going on. It's not our business, but at the same time, like the club needs to be put first and they've, they've let him down massively because the fans are wound up. We're, we're a lot of our fans are always on his back. At the end of the day, the lad can't play. The lad can't play. No. Would you rather him go on that pitch and feel even worse about himself knowing he can't perform at the caliber and the standard that we need him to. And he also wants to. Or would you rather him take the time away that he needs to, to get better? You know, it, it, it's the inconsistency and I get that. So probably a lot of our players, it's the inconsistency that's frustrating, but the board should have brought somebody in to be able to step in as, as a backup, you know, like yeah. we should have an, and like, it's no, it's no secret. Our board's a fucking joke. We know that, but yeah, we'll, we'll get onto them as well. Don't we? Yeah. Oh yeah. I guess who was that little, uh, little Anfield there, eh? bunch yeah. of rats anyway but uh yeah what what about you Paul sort of have you given it some more thought about DCL and I yeah, mean I, I, was think just, we, um, I think I think we see like eye, eye to eye on a lot of that kind of stuff but yeah no I just I heard a few other rumors that he suffers with blood pressure now I don't know who okay. that is because I know he, he cuts holes in the socks for the circulation stuff like that yeah. now they're okay. saying that he has abdomen problems uh, I think I've seen a rumor saying that I know, I don't know, I'm not, yeah. no doctor, what's that, your stomach or something, I don't understand, but maybe there is an underlying issue somewhere, we don't know, do we, there could be like a problem with his blood or just an illness that he's got, we, we don't know, I do think a lot of it's mental with him now. Well, it was funny that. because, it's funny you bring that up because you put that in the, in our group about him having like an abdominal issue or something like that. And the comment I think was that it's going to have to be managed for the rest of his life. And that in medical terms is what we call a chronic illness. Um, so to me, it made me think of sort of abdominal chronic illnesses that, you know, a young lad between the ages of, you know, 18 to 30 or 40 may, may have. And there's a couple of things that it very, you know, it's possible it could be, but at the end of the day, we can't sit here and no, speculate, you know, yeah. assume things about him right then in the day, he's not fit. He can't, do I'm sure what he wants to do and what you know we want him to do um and yeah it's just again the board's failure to protect yeah, their yeah. protect their players right that's what I mean it's my point of view is that he started with his injury problems at say August last year 
no, the year before, sorry. Um, and then we had a chance to to get somebody in as as a quick cover for him, and it's just always been a case of where's Dominic Carvalho and where's Dominic Carvalho, and always trying to rush him back. And they've had three or four windows now to either replace him or just bring in some adequate cover. And I think the club has just massively let him down from a promising career. And he still could have a really good career. I'm not writing him off, by the way, but the fans get on his back. And don't blame... I just... I don't see the sense in blaming, blaming the player myself. Like, I just don't. Because who are we? Who do, who do we think we are that we can tell someone to play through pain? We don't know how much pain he's in, do we? So I've heard a few people saying, oh, he should be playing. if It's only like a little niggle. He should need to man up and stuff like that. Nobody can tell if you've got an Eddie, nobody can say you haven't got an Eddie, can they? You can't see it. Well, as well, if it is something to do with his blood pressure, that can become very serious very quick. Yeah. This is all just famous, by the way. This, you know, I know. We don't know this, yeah. We don't know what's going on with him, but if it's something like that, I mean, yeah. then the day he's not going to put his life at risk. And yeah. I wouldn't want I, I, I wouldn't want him to. Well, coming back onto the playing side of things, James, do you think if Everton do Please God, no! Do get relegated. That this is probably the main, one of the main factors in the fact that Everton could get relegated. Because Gary Neville's come out with it and said the idea that Evertonians have of when they get Dominic Calvert-Lewin back, you will be okay. No, you won't. You can't wait for him to come back. You'll be relegated if you're waiting for him. And that's what the club. That's the position the club's put us in. Just give us your thoughts on Calvert-Lewin, mate. <sighs> I don't, I don't know what to say. I just don't know what to say. But obviously, you've got Dice coming out saying, oh, we're going to monitor him every day. What does that mean? Does it mean he's training? Does it mean he's training indoors? Nobody knows because they're not, they're not saying a word. Now, so I got someone said something last night to me and they went, oh, they're not saying it because it'll, it'll cause absolute mayhem within the fan base. Now, what being funny, the other fans have a right to know how long is he going to be out for. Because Ellie yeah. Sims, obviously, Ellie Sims will know. I can't see him not playing Ellie Sims now, just for the just for the height. Like, when he's up front, well, I'm only hoping Ellie Sims and Neil Murphy now at the start of this season. If I have, if I thought said to myself, our two our two strikers are going to be Neil Murphy and Ellie Sims. Well, obviously, what would you say? What would you say to that? You just wouldn't believe it. But this this they've left them in a position where they've gambled. This board have actually gambled with our Premier League status. Not getting that striker in is a gamble. Mashiri, I'm I'm bored of talking about Mashiri now. I'm bored of his interviews. I'm bored of him saying, "Oh, we'll get a striker in." Where is he? We we know Calvert Lewin's vulnerable. We know he can last what an hour before he's sub, subbed off. He's vulnerable. We need the striker in. He hasn't delivered it. He's got it. None of this is on Calvert Lewin. None of this is on Sean Dyche. None of this is even on Frank Lampard. This is literally on that lot, not getting what we need. Yeah. Well, that's it, mate. I mean, that, that's the next point I was going to come to. Jamie, I'll come to you. It's just this board of just, as James has just put it rightly, they, they've gambled on, well, we've got Dominic Calvert-Lew and he scored 20-odd goals two years ago. He, he'll get fit, but he's proved that he cannot stay fit. And our whole game plan is based around that lad and he's just he's not gonna play enough games, is he, for us to get the points we need to stay up in this league? Or am I wrong? No, I don't think you're wrong. And I think you're right in the fact that he won't play enough games. Um it wouldn't surprise me if he played seven games from now to the end of the season, but doesn't finish any of them. 
I think he's been hung out to dry by the football club. I think yeah, he's been time. sort of made a, a scapegoat as well. You know, um, oh, it's because our striker's not fit, we're not winning football matches. Well, it's not. It's because you never brought a striker so we could recover properly. That's exactly what the reason is. Um, but I just think, I also think as well is, why did he let Rondon go? I know Rondon's oh, not the best God. player. No, but what I'm saying is... I know, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. You're, letting, you're bringing Alice Simmons back and you've got Neil Mopai, so you're letting a striker leave, knowing that your main striker isn't going to be fully fit from now to the end of the season. So what happened in that week for them to go, actually, yeah, you know what, Rondon, you can go, we're going to terminate your deal. Did no one go, well, hang on a minute, we might need him, you know. Because if let's be fair, if Neil Mopai gets injured in, in, in training, we'd all go, oh, yeah, well, we're better off without him. We'd be left with Ellis Sims. We'd be left with one. So we've got to remember that we haven't got three, four, five strikers. We're the fifth choice striker. We can go, actually, you know what? We get out the door. We've got two, and we let a third one walk out. Realistically, we've got two fully fit strikers. Um, and it's just, it's just, they've just let him down, mate. If I was Calvin Lewin, I'd be pointing the fingers saying, this is all your fault. Yeah. I mean, I can't recover properly. I can't get back to the, the way I want to because. And constantly pressured, and I think the managers might be leaning on him as well. Do you know what I mean? The manager yeah. might be looking at him, going, "Like, I really need you back. I really need you back." And he's probably thinking, "Yeah." Well, that's what I mean. A proper run Premier League club. If you've, you know, you've put a lot of faith in Calvert Lewin. Obviously, I mean, I do. I've always liked Calvert Lewin. I think he's a top quality striker. If you can get him fully fired and fully fit, I think he's proved it. Six yard box striker. But the fact that he just haven't brought in any cover for him. It's just it's a massive burden on the lad and I just wouldn't be surprised if his, his head is just completely up his arse now. But uh, hopefully Dominic Cavalier even gets better soon. I mean, I think it's fair to say on this podcast we're big fans of him. We don't give a shit what he wears. We don't give a shit what he does in his personal life. Do whatever you want. Let him live. And hopefully he gets better soon. Do you know what, soon. Do you know what me as yeah. well? You know, the season, everyone goes, yeah, look at the season he had and he's banging him in. Let me tell you something, Donald McCarvin Lewin never won outside the 18 yard box because he no. didn't have to. He had Lucadine crossing the ball, he had Hammers crossing the ball, he had some fella who, who's from Iceland crossing the ball. You know, <laughs> he didn't have to. Well. Richardson, yeah. have to move from between nope. the goalposts. So he didn't have to do all the running, the closing down, the, yeah. you know, in and behind, running down the channels. He didn't have to do that. So we, did, we didn't see them injuries because he just go, right, you stand there and let the ball hit you on the head. Yeah, no, you're right, mate. It's, uh... And before that as well, you've got to remember the season before that under Marco Silva, he was that, st- that striker who went chasing everything down and our fans were complaining that he wasn't scoring enough goals then. So, and then he started scoring goals and then he was complaining that he doesn't run around. So I don't know. Listen, <laughs> it's a basket case of a fan base and I'm part of that. So there you go. Uh, but yeah, Melinda, you mentioned it before. I know it's your favourite subject. I know you love Bill Kenwright and Denise Barrett-Baxendale and all that. Yeah. Uh, the audacity of them to show up at Anfield when they can't even be asked showing up at a ground a mile across, which is our actual home ground. And now it's coming out today that MSP, or whatever they're called, are not going to buy Everton anymore. They want to buy Spurs. Now, that just speaks volumes. Doesn't it? That's Blue Bill again, isn't it? It's got to be. Go on, oh, I'll, let yeah. you go for it. With a, I'll just go over the cup of tea. You just uh, give us your thoughts on the board. <laughs> Well, listen up, Phil. <laughs> um, no, honest, honest to God, though, like if they didn't think that we have written them off at this point, like if they think that they had like a slim little chance of like getting back with us, 
they've totally just fucked the pooch now 100 that was a like that was just like i don't even have words for what that display was like if they want us like we, we hate you like we literally hate you do not come back to goodison park and not set foot in that new stadium because you're not welcome you don't deserve to i'm sorry don't have time it's, for you it's and just a massive kick in the teeth isn't it you say, we feel safer bullshit. at Anfield than we do at Goodison. I mean, yeah. come on. What Jesus an actual joke. Literally. Yeah. And that's, like, to me, it was sending a message in a way. Like, you're literally going to go to our biggest rivals stadium. But you don't you don't think you want to come to Goodison? Like, it, I, I can't. I can't. And I don't understand why they just won't let go. Just let go. And just, just let, let it go. Like I can't, I, I, I can't. Yeah, the big, the big thing that's getting built on the docks. That's why. Yeah. It's I just, just can't. Yeah. I, I, I actually. You know what? It's funny. Like I sit here and I'm like, I can't believe they've done that, but I also can believe that I've done it. They've done yeah. it because there's a bunch of twats. Like they really are. At the end of the day, like stirring the pot, finding. Sa- oh, the board finding scapegoats. No, no way, hey, Jamie. They don't do that. Hmm. Hmm. Headlock who? Literally, a funny story about headlock. James put me in a headlock at the last game. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. Is that you, lad? Is it you? Are you putting people, women in headlock, headlocks? Is that you? <laughs> are you the Goodison headlocker? Yeah, Denise, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> our decision, no headlock. Yeah, no yeah. headlock. <laughs> it was a consensual headlock. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, Paul, because you we actually didn't get your immediate thoughts on the board being there because you actually didn't know. Didn't know, no. Jamie did the first, uh, when we did the first initial reaction to yeah. um, the game. So what are your thoughts about it? Uh, I just It's just a circus, isn't it? I mean, I've seen that news today, that, that MSP, and I'll, I'm not going to be in, not interested in Everton, but they're going to be buying Spurs. And it just reeked of, of Bill Ken, right? It just did. They must just go there and go, well, the people that were supposed to be meeting aren't even here. So what are mm. we doing here? You know, because they were at the last, they were at the Arsenal game, weren't they? And there's no one there to greet them. And I just don't know. I'd, I've, I don't know, because I heard of people saying that he's not well on this, and I don't wish any ill health on anyone. So I don't really want to go into that, but just fuck off, basically. Just just let it go. So just just leave us alone you're, now. You're, you're unwell, but you're well enough to go to Anfield. But you can't go to Goodison Park. Yeah, just doesn't add up for me. I'm sorry. No, sorry. I, 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 no, they're not well, welcome at Goodison Park, no. and they won't be. They won't be ever welcome again. The fact that Graham no. Sharp is still on the board is just absolutely mind blown. It's just like, no, but you know sorry. what? Like then again, like if 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 they had tried to show up and try and just make some kind of statement to us, like. You know what I mean? It it would mean something. And I think us as fans, as much as we're frustrated, which is we're pissed off with the board and the decisions they've made, it's just, it's complete and total incompetence. But if they had tried, you know, at the end of the day, like if you're the board and you're the owners, you really should be at the home games at least, like you should be. So I know we don't want them there now, especially not now, because this is just, that's it. Like you've really put the last nail in the coffin for me. Like that's it. But there's just been nothing from them absolutely no. nothing after they had completely framed the fans and put everything on us it was just it's just totally well, something, that you just, something that you just mentioned before has just sparked in my head you think you're saying it, they're trying to send them are they checking they're trying to show the rest of the football world that look we can't even go to the own stadium our own fans yeah. aren't welcoming us Probably. so 
Liverpool are more welcoming than Everton yeah. and our own sets of supporters. Do you get what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, Definitely. James, uh, do you want to give us your thoughts on the Everton board? Just let Rip Mate say whatever you want. I think it's all being mentioned, but I also think that you just mentioned, like, the football world there. I think Sky are seeing right through them now. I think you've got Alan Myers and Vinny O'Connor, and they're actually they're talking about it, and, bit, and they are saying what's not what's not safe about it, because we, we all know for the fact they're not turning up to make a so-called mecca statement, but it's not going to work. That statement, they, not, we all know they're not welcome, but I, regarding this MSP deal, I saw it the other day, they wanted two chairs on the board. Yeah. Now going, I'm going, going on past of what's happened with this football club and Bill Kenwright, it wouldn't surprise me if he's turned around and said, no, nah, there, there are two more members on this board. It just wouldn't surprise me because that's what, that's what he's like. That's what we all know he's like. Two, two, two more people on that board will mean them confronting him, them confronting Denise, them even confronting Sharp. It, they need it. They need a kick up the backside. Well, they need more than that. They need kicking out of the club. But it's not. It's not going to happen. You just mentioned you. You just mentioned the new ground. Then they're not going to go until that new ground's built. Machiavelli's not going to kick them out. So he's. Well, and if I'm hoping, fingers crossed, if we stay up, Machiavelli might see the light and say enough is enough. The fans have spoken. It's time for you to leave. But will he do that? No, because don't think he's got a backbone. No. Jamie, he's an ego. Uh, Bill Kenwright was talking specifically about he, he's an egomaniac, isn't he? I mean, yeah. you know, as I said before, if he's not well, he's not well. You know, get well soon. I don't wish any ill feeling on it. You know, at the end of the day, it's only football. But no, he's a, he's a grand dad. Someone the yeah. Lady. yeah, that's what it means. But he, it, it sort of stinks to me, mate. I don't know whether you agree with this. That we always seem to have. There's always rumours of, of potential new owners and stuff, and he just it just he just seem to walk away, don't he? Do you think it is him? Yeah. Um, I think I mentioned this a few weeks ago on the group. Uh, he's only he's a chairman, isn't he? He's not. He's not. He's not he doesn't own yeah. the football club, so he's only 4%, a chairman. Four percent, I think, or six percent, something like that. Something like that. So, but he, he's you'd say he's then he's the, the advisor to Farhad Bashiri, isn't he? So custodian. Yeah, he's never been challenged any, anywhere. No one's ever gone. I can do your job better than you. You know, why? Mercedes probably never seen that. No, no, it's like a young, upcoming chairman, not chairman, but I'm going to put a, a, a football operator Yeah, comes in. I think Ken Wright's going, no, no, he hasn't got the experience I've got. He hasn't got the contacts I've got. He hasn't got this, he hasn't got that. So Mercedes probably doesn't even get to the point where he thinks he can replace him. Do you know what I mean? Because Ken Wright will, won't let it happen. He's that stubborn and that power, like that powerful within the club. Anyone tries to sort of dethrone him, they just get put, put to the side. No, no, he doesn't. He didn't come in for today. That's why that MSP they've probably gone two two things on the board, and he's gone to Machiri. Nah, nah, they they they'll, they'll do a terrible job. I'm doing a better job than them. I'm a better Evertonian than they'll ever yeah, be. That's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, I know the club more than them. I, we got the stadium up and running. They'll just come in and ruin all our good work. And Shady's like, oh, oh, yeah, 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 you're probably right, yeah. No, you're all right, mate. Thanks very much for coming. He just won't let go. He yeah, he just will not let go until he cuts the ribbon. A Bromley Moore stands in the centre circle and gives it a speech saying, Look what I've gave you. This is my legacy. It's not yeah. me. Your legacy is 
if we do stay up, nearly relegating us twice and winning nothing for your whole tenure you've been here. That's your legacy. Your legacy is nearly killing the football club stone dead. Yeah. Well, it's like we were, I know we were joking before about this whole headlock scandal and all that, whatever it was. You know, we just found out who it was. It was James that put Denise Barabaks in there on the headlock. Like, he's just a right, But uh, <laughs> But it's like they haven't said nothing since, have they? Or have I missed it? Because no, there's been nothing sil- the silence on the club well, is Michelle... just like nothing. You just don't hear nothing, do we? Monsieur, they gave that interview, didn't he, which he just lied through his teeth about. And then, and let's be, I'll be totally honest, I'll sit here now and tell you, I believe them. He had me. I did, I, I, I put it in the group I, chat. I turned I, that you, yeah. Yeah, I said he was sound. Fucking I hell. turned that thing off and was like, oh, yeah, you know what? Because he, he come out and said something. So as he come out and said something, he said, oh, yeah, I'm going to buy a style. It's okay, yeah, sound. Ken White ever said nothing. Can James Sharp said something about the fans and... Cause they're cut, they're basically the cause of it. Um, the battle, as we know it, she's not said anything, and she was the one <laughs> that made it all up. You know what I mean? She's the one who made this headlock story, or it come out about. If a story come out like that against you, you'd come out in the press and go, "I've never heard about that." Or you'd back her up. You'd go, "Yeah, it did happen. It happened then on this day, and uh, this was the game." So yeah. the, the silence is deafening. Sounds yeah. definite, and, and especially through Bill Kenwright. Listen, we all know he's got his little pigs in Twitter and so and the journalists and all that. He could leak stories through them. <laughs> yes, yeah. he doesn't even have to do it himself and in, front of, in a, on a camera. He could just throw a little story out and go, "Listen, that never happens," or "This did happen," because he does it. He's done it, honey. Yeah, yeah. He's horrible. He's just a horrible man. I don't wish ill on him, but as Paul said, <laughs> yeah, I know. No, it's, it's yeah, no, yeah. Obviously, we you know we don't have to say that anymore. We don't wish anyone dead or ill health or nothing. But no, as far as running, I, I just wanted to like clubs concerned. It's just, it's no good. It's not good enough anymore, is it? Let's be honest. I want to make clear been. as well. I'm I'm yeah. a healer. Like I'm a healer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like I do not wish ill on anybody, but like I want the best for this football club. And I'm sorry, but like you're not it. Yeah. get out like you know what I mean it's simple as that like if someone's not good at their job they're not performing they're not reaching targets that they should be they're not progressing the way they should be <laughs> if you're not doing your job why are you in the job like it's like they just want to see this club fail and just and just <laughs> like yeah that feels like I, it know, applies it, to absolutely everybody who works at Everton Football Club from the it's poor tea so... lady to the players doesn't it what, what the fuck are you doing it's like? just yeah, we're just co- they're just coasting. They're yeah. just coasting right now. And it's like you can't not the way of not now with the way the world of football works. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not what it used to be. You really have to be very progressive. Like you have to keep up with the times and keep up with the way the world is now. Like it's 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 a very different sport. It's a it's looked at very differently around the world now. It's recognized all around the yeah. world. The Premier League is known everywhere. But you see things like happening off the field, whatever like the you know stories about them taking Brighton's chief scout off them, and you're like, wow, they're doing all right there, but then everything else is just a sack of shit, isn't it? So, yeah. you don't know whether you're coming or yeah. going with them, but, Melinda, you mentioned we just won a better club before. There's a, another match has been announced for Saturday from the Oak yeah. around the ground again. Will you be taking part in that? Yeah, absolutely. I'll be there. Um, I do think that all of our home games this year, we have to do everything in our power to help those lads get a win um any points that we can scrape this season and i think most of them will be coming 
from home games, hopefully. Um, well, away, I'll take that too. But I think, you know, yeah. hopefully we can get the wins at home. I think those are the most important. Uh, yeah, definitely. I will be there. I'll show my support. Um, and hats off to everyone who has, um, you know, gone to all of the effort and time and energy to organize this and some of the some of the banners that you guys have are absolutely hilarious. I love them. Yeah. You're all like little linguists. You know what I mean? They got like little poems and little rhymes. And I'm like, I love yeah. this. Like, this is fantastic. So we've got some amazing people who support this football club. And um, yeah, you got, you got, you lot are amazing, honestly. But uh, yeah. How about, how about you guys? Are you guys going to be there at the game, at the rally? Yay, nay. I'll be there tomorrow. We're going, aren't we? Yeah, we'll go. We'll get on to that in a minute. We're going to uh... Oh, the, a, on Saturday, yeah, the war. We're talking about this Saturday. match from uh, the Oak again, right now on the ground. But yeah, yeah, yeah no, I'll, I'll uh, I, I plan on going like so, not doing nothing else. I might as well. But uh, yeah. yeah, I just think we've got to get behind it. I mean, if Everton do go down, at least we can all look at ourselves in the middle and say, "Well, that's our best to keep us up." You know what I mean? I, I think, think it just, I, I think it gives like the right. It it builds up the right energy and it gets the momentum going. I think with the fans, and then we relay that when we're actually in Goodison, you know what I mean? So I think it's yeah. a good way to yeah. get everyone kind of in the spirit. Um, and again, I think I think massively we're a huge part of keeping these lads up again. Yeah. Um, so Perhaps. James, what, yeah, what, what do you think about that, James? Well, I'm going to get a banner made of me getting you in a headlock and getting it printed on a banner. <laughs> can, yeah, I have, can I do it? it. <laughs> We'll get badges. We'll hand out badges. <laughs> yeah. We'll get a QR code to that one. Stick it around the city a, area. A picture comes up of us being a headlock. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about protesting that though, James? You know, we might as well get your opinion on stuff. Are you want, like, will you be taking part? Or I know there's a lot of fans out there who'll be listening. There is some fans who just want to go to the game and go home. You know, they're not really interested in anything that goes on. They're just there for the football. Yeah. And you know what? I can understand totally that. Fair. But yeah, yeah so... Yeah. How do you feel about are you into would you be taking part basically is what I'm asking? Oh yeah, I'll I'll be there, I'll be there, so I'll, be, I'll, I'll be walking up and but I, I don't I don't understand how any fan can turn around and look at this and look at what's happened this season, look at what happened last season, look at that transfer window and turn around and say everything's everything's fine. I, I don't understand it. Like I, I was speaking to someone at the Arsenal game, I was speaking to them on concourse and they were turning around saying, Oh, it's not all their fault. I said to him, whose fault is it then? Oh, it, and they were talking about protest. I went, but the protest hasn't affected them playing on this pitch, has it? I went, there's protest before, and has it affected the performance? No. Well, there you go then. Protesting before the game has no impact on them players whatsoever. They're protesting okay. for a reason. They're protesting for a reason. And the reason is to get rid of this board. I don't think we'll get rid of a Sherry. I think easier for I think easier until the stadium's built. But we can we can we can make a difference. We can get rid of this board in the summer. I think Mashiri, if we stay up, I think Mashiri's got to see the light. He's got to see like this can't carry on and say enough's enough. A fresh start, get some new people in. We've got every single game, it's got to happen. Walk to the ground. I, 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 I'm not sure about the sitting ones. I don't think the sitting ones work, personally. No, obviously, think. if we win, mm. I think if you win, people want to leave, people want to, obviously want to go to the pub and everything if they win. Obviously, if you lose more and more people, will stay back. But I, I don't think the sitting ones work. I think the march before the game will work and will have the biggest impact. 
Yeah, I'm. I, I I agree with that. I'm. I'm against the coach welcomes now as well. I don't think they need to happen anymore. Personally, I think well, I'd rather. Fo- I, yeah, I'd rather focus all our energy on getting the atmosphere bouncing. Me personally, don't know how anyone else feels about that. Jamie, would you? Do you think? Because this coach, me and you went to the last coach welcomes in me and see the players getting off the coach with their headphones on, and if they're, they're not asked, daddy, they don't care no. about stuff like that no more. No, I it, 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 it was a little bit of a novelty one at last season. It wore off quite quick, I think. Yeah, I said it to you tonight at the time. I mean, we we'd been in and started walking down to County Road. It was felt a bit embarrassing, didn't it? Felt yeah, a bit, yeah. um, you know, it was January. Yeah, it was, and it was January, and we were playing Southampton at home. I'm just like, really, this is this has got to happen. But no, I'm with you, Paul, hundred percent. Just I think well, that brings a good point up as well. Um, Instead of people just going into the ground at three o'clock, yeah, that's a what happened at oh. least once. Go on, I'm gonna mess it. I was shocked. It's myself. a pity. It's it's a pity. Like, <laughs> sorry, mate. Sorry, go on. Just, um, yeah. I think it like quarter of three people going to the ground and they're a bit all oh, right, mate. So, but I think if people are on that protest and you see how many people were there, as Melinda said, it gets puts a little bit of fire in your belly, doesn't it? And people are. You can instantly switch that from the board. As soon as you walk through that turnstile, you you can turn it into passion for the for the lads, and I think it works. So definitely do the protest before it. The sitting ones don't really work because the people we're doing it for aren't there. You know the players yeah. are just getting changed. They're going home. The, the results happened. Uh, but no, hundred percent. I definitely carry them on. Just keep carrying them on until yeah. something happens. Something changes. Well, yeah, well, something else is happening to me, and I'll stay with you. Is uh, me and you are gonna be heading to the hot lock tomorrow for some uh, special fried rice and uh, some sumas and that, and an actual meeting about the next process. So that's tomorrow night in the hot lock. How do you feel about that? Are you there? What, what, you, what are you expecting? Because I haven't got a clue, me personally. Like, what, what to no, expect? And with you, mate, uh, I've never really, I've been totally honest, I've never really dived into getting the board out as much as I have now. Um, yeah. I've always sort of took a step back from it all. I know they had the Blue Union, but I was too little, too young for that. Um, and the the murmurs of <laughs> the murmurs of get the board out of always sort of been there, haven't you? But with a lid on. But now it's just like exploded. It's something that you can get behind. So no, I've never really actually been in it. So I don't know what to expect. I expect yeah. a lot to see see a lot of Evertonians with the same views and. And it'd be good, you know what? It will. It'll be good to see other people's opinions as well, and what they what what points they bring up. They might take, someone might say something. I go, you know what? Never really thought about it like that. Yeah, I mean, it's. I, I, we'll move on in a minute, like, but I, I think we could all agree this this is not going to stop this time, is it? Well, no. that's not. I mean, no. it's it'd be stupid to stop no. now, wouldn't we? I think the yeah, fans are winning definitely. by them not showing up. I think it's it's one nil to us at the moment, like. Yeah, like when I looked at that aerial shot of the amount of people that did that yeah. march you know before the game and to know that like I was in that like Jamie had said it just it just gave me like a bit of a fire inside it you know it, and I was just like no I can't stop now like and I think every member you know who was part of that like everyone felt the same way because just the energy there was just we're, we're all after the same thing it's amazing when you get a group of people together and we're all you know after the same goal it's pretty amazing, you know. Um, we just want this club to succeed. And at the end of the day, it's it's such a huge part of our lives. 
So we will do everything we can to fight for the club. And like, that's the kind of a, not to get all like sappy. That's like, you know, the special thing about being an Evertonian, it really is. It's just, it's different than supporting any other club. I, I will stand by that. It's, it's just different. I can't explain it, but once you're blue, you're blue and there's no going back from that. And um, I know right now we're not doing very well, but I'll always be proud to be an Evertonian. So it's, it's a beautiful case, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. Yeah. But no, we're not going to stop. We're going to keep going. Because Jamie, as Jamie said, the, the fans were winning. You can clearly see, even in the media, you know, things are being said that we never thought would have been said about the board. Or, yeah. you know, even ex-players are coming forward and things like that. So it's like, it's it, it's happening. It's happening. Yeah. Can I just Go say, on. yeah? Go on, mate. Um, you should probably remember this. Maybe years ago, Bill Kenwright did a speech at Anfield. Oh, yeah, uh, oh, for the Hills. The Hillsborough. Thing. Yeah. yeah. And he said... Uh, the people of the, the the police and stuff like that, they, they took on the wrong city. They took on the wrong moments. Well, I just want yeah. to say to him, you're taking on the wrong fan base, mate. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. This is the, James, this is the worst I, I, fan base you can take Don't get me going, like mate. That. I'm going to end up smashing my room up here. I'm ready to go here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? He your own warning. You said that no, everyone right, taking on the, you're taking on the wrong city. You're taking on half of this city, and it's the worst half. Yeah. yeah, we want our club. We just want our club back. We want a bit of pride again. You know what he's are, done. Yeah. Sorry, go the ahead. Fans are, sorry, the fans are ready. I've said this a lot. We're ready for success. And listen, nobody's got a divine right to win trophies. We're not saying that. We don't demand to win trophies. We're just being with a shout of winning them. But do for me, just just not yeah. this just existing like we're doing at the moment. Yeah. Uh, not yeah. constantly fighting for our place and. The Premier League is just a joke. Yeah. What he what he's done? What this board has done? They just shit in their hands. And they fucking started clapping. That's exactly what they've done. It's an absolute yeah. joke. What yeah. they've done. A very good. And you know what I mean? Like that's the only way. I, that's the, that's the only way I can put it. Like mm. they've made a complete mess and they've tried to cover it up and blame things on the fans and this and that. They just keep taking massive shits in their hands and just clapping. That's exactly what yeah. they keep doing. They're making a mess yeah. after mess after mess. So but keep going because you guys look like. Yeah, so you can't polish it. They've, like they've, they've, they've been rolling it in glitter for years now, and it's just fucking. There's no glitter left. Yeah, so. they've they just they, they look like incompetent idiots. And you know what? Like I, we don't wish ill on people. You know, we we really don't. But you're not doing your job properly. Like you're not. Get out. End of discussion. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we'll move on from that then. The uh, our border is full of crabs and dickheads. Anyway, so we'll move on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, barrels. <laughs> On to the actual football. Let's get to the nitty gritty of the football. Then. James, would you say Everton's next two games will define our season? Do you think they're that big? Do you think we can't afford to lose one, or are you not worried? So I think we have to win Bolton and me personally. Like that's the way I feel. It's Leeds and Villa, Ooh. by the way, at all next two games. Ooh. Oh, I can't see anything. I can't say anything other than two wins, just for the pure fact that looking at looking at teams around us, looking at their fixtures, they've got every single one of them has got winnable games. If we if we go to if we go and lose to Leeds on Saturday, we're in deep trouble. Literally, because I'm not. I think personally, I think we walk all over Leeds just for the pure fact their style of play will suit us. Counter-attacking Sorry to interrupt you. You must be living where you are. You must have a lot of friends who sport Leeds. Is that right? Or you know a lot of people oh, who sport leads anyway. So how yeah, are they yeah, feeling? What how, how do they feel about playing Everton this weekend then? 
Do most fancy it? Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, do most fancy it? I'm all confident. I have spoken to one who don't think they're going to beat us. I'm not surprised, but then I'm like, well, I can't see it. I can't see anything but us beating you. <laughs> the way it is, it's a 50-50 game. It's a pretty... Yeah. I call it a relegation six-pointer. It is a relegation six-pointer, but the Villa game next week, that's another one. And then, obviously, I'm not, I'm not writing off Arsenal. I'm not writing off Arsenal one bit. I think we can go there and it, it wouldn't surprise if we go there and get a draw and get, and get a smash of 1-0 win. It just wouldn't surprise me. And then, obviously, mm-hmm. Forest, Forest again, massive game. Brentford, massive game. They're all, they're all massive games, but it's the goals. And then, mm-hmm. we all know this, it's the goals. We, we have to start creating chances. Because, again, it goes, obviously, against Arsenal, we were creating them. But we had a talisman up front. We had someone who could actually... Focal point, yeah. Hold the ball. But hold the ball. I'm not saying Ellis Sims didn't try holding the ball up on Saturday, on Monday night, sorry. But Calvert-Lewin is pivotal to our style of play. And he's not going to... He's, we're not going to see him for another month, at least. We all know this. So, it's, I don't know. I think... We walk all over like but I think their style of play completely suits us. Counter attacking wise, yeah, it should be a cracking game, shouldn't it, Jamie? I mean, James has just mentioned there uh, six pointers, and that fear that that frightens the life out of me because Everton don't really do well into six pointers, do we? We let ourselves down, but we've got to win. I, I, I don't know, this is just my personal opinion. We have to win on Saturday. Uh, how do you feel? Just I uh, just tell us how you feel about the game on Saturday, basically. Yeah, 100% same as you, mate. Got to win, there's no draws in this. Because um, a draw like, is is what Leeds want. They take a draw. I'm sorry, they might sound confident, but if you're offered the Leeds fan a draw now, I'm telling you, they take it. Um, we can't because we're just. I'll be totally honest. If we get beat by a Leeds and Aston Villa, this is going to sound doom and gloom. But I think we've got one foot in the championship. Yeah, I agree. Um, just purely for the fact that I think that just puts a mental block on the football club, massive mental block. But if we beat them. I think I'd go on the other side and say we've got one foot in safety. So it's so tight. It is literally as as tight as Jeremy and his hamstrings. You know what I mean? It, it's it can go either way. They could either work or not work. So I don't know, mate. It's so big. I'll be totally honest. I'm I, I'm a bit nervous, and I'll probably be even more nervous Saturday morning. You're right in what you're saying. It is season defining. It really is. Yeah, Melinda. This is. I don't know if you agree. I, this is a cup final for me on Saturday. We have to win. Yeah, absolutely. I think for the fans, for the players, for Sean Dyche, for, for yeah, it's a must win for me, absolutely. Um, and as, as James had so rightfully just said as well, sort of looking at their, you know, styles of play and, you know, things like that. I, I think I think we can do it. I think we can. Call me delusional, I don't know. But I think I think it's something that we can definitely pull off um I'm just sitting here thinking about like lineups stuff like that and I just gotta we'll get to lineups but I've got a few in mind but yeah I think it is definitely a must win I think if we can get that energy at Goodison like we did you know when we played Arsenal at home um yeah I think I think three points we can we can get it and I mean definitely Villa as well sitting here thinking about (laughs) Everton winning two in a row I'm like, whoa, what? Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. No, um, that just know, doesn't happen, does it, it anymore? It doesn't, but it but it needs to happen. Like it yeah. needs to happen. I, I I do think Deitch knows what he's up against. I think he knows what is expected and what needs to happen, you know, for 
morale for the club, for the players, for the fans, everything. I think he knows what he needs to do. Um, but they I don't just, have a manager yeah. yet either, do you? Do you think that will make no. a difference? Because I watched them against Man United and I, I don't know if anybody else watched the game. I thought they were unlucky in both games, me personally. Like, yeah. They're a good side lead, yeah. you know. But they're not, obviously they're not because of where they are like us. But I think if it clicks for them, I think they could go on a run of games, me personally. like, But they'll look yeah. at Everton. They won't be, they're, they're not going to be scared of us. And I don't think we should be scared of them personally. Like, No, no, definitely not. No. What about, what about uh, you, Paul? What do you think? Uh, I don't know. I, just, I always worry about Everton when we have to win. Expectation yeah. and Everton Football Club do not go hand in hand. Last time we expected we were getting beat 2 0 at half time by Crystal Palace. Okay, we come back and won. Well, I don't know. Uh, take a scrappy 1 0 win now, like in both games. Yeah. Just James it's... touched on it. It is a 50 50 game, but it's Everton's lack of goals. It's just it's frightening. It I was is. about to you, say, you, where, where, yeah. where are these goals going to come from? It's not, if it's well, not around team, I never what... thought. Yeah. I never thought I would say to Everton get we need set pieces. Like I never thought I'd be saying that about Everton. But now I'm like, where where is it gonna come from? Literally. Where are these so goals there's no come goal from? scorers on the pitch. I mean, you look throughout the team, I think Seamus Coleman's probably scored the most goals for Everton out of the whole team that could possibly start. I mean, you you got Onana's not a prolific goal scorer, even though I fucking say him every week. <laughs> got the core, he's not is not. You know, no. more pay. Whoever's going to play Sims, whoever. It's just there's no goals, McNeil. It's just we're going to have to find a way. Find yeah, great. There you go. Yeah, good shout. You're I'd say, I'd say don't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It's been a few shouts this week. We might oh, we'll get on. So we'll just we'll go into the team and stuff. We'll only go off Twitter, don't we? That's where we get most of our information from. And a lot of people are coming for Connor Cody. Don't know wants to take this one we'll first. Can you can you see the reasons? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Connor Cop I called you made me laugh on the last podcast mm-hmm. that like but would you agree that he needs to I'm be sorry but... Michael Keane yes. anyone anyone agree with that I I don't know about I don't know about that necessarily but I think I would Yeah, drop... Mina yeah so I, I would drop Cody and Mikalenko and I would bring in Mina and Godfrey yeah definitely I'd agree. I'd we need that. we need that pace and we need that energy 100% and Mina just brings as well like uh, <laughs> when Mina's like fit and he's on form like he's a he's hilarious and b he's just a beast like he's a tank and he's, he's huge footballer. and he has such to me as well like to have Yuri Mina on the pitch he almost has that kind of like leader kind of quality to him a little bit as well I find so I think maybe bringing him in I think would be a good move yeah, just James, he, you, he, you, he he makes it past the twelfth minute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> James, you just almost had a stroke there when I mentioned Michael Keane. So, <laughs> it, 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 is there any particular reason for that? Like, well, I mentioned him last night to someone. I mentioned it that I'd play Michael Keane just for the pure fact that the link with Tarkovsky. But now, when I'm looking back now, I'm thinking, what on earth were I thinking? <laughs> I, I I don't know what. What I was saying, because I just I don't trust Michael Keane to do anything. But I, I don't trust my, I don't trust me Amina to get half an hour. Yeah, we'll, we'll be like <laughs> someone at the back who's made a glass. Like, what has it become? Yeah, it, it, I, I don't know. I've made three changes at back. Definitely three changes. I've, I've Mikalenko got to go. Faith Godfrey's got to come in. I don't know if Nathan Parsons fit. I don't know if he's if he's fully fit. I don't know. Uh, I think James Garner is back in contention, isn't he? I think he's the only one. Could be wrong there. 
From my point of view, is I'd like to see Ben Godfrey play centre back, but this is just my personal opinion. I think Michalenko is just I'm sorry, he's a liability for me. He had a great game against Arsenal. He really did, but I just I don't know. He just seems to get rinsed to me. He, sometimes he doesn't look like he can kick a ball properly, but I don't know how you feel about that. How do you feel about that, Jamie? Uh, do you think Michalenko, I know James has touched on it, maybe playing Ben Goffey at the back, would you maybe bring Mason Allgate in for Seamus Coleman as well? Have you got any changes that you make that you can think of off the top of your head? Um, yeah, I think I'd, I've only got one really for the back four and it would be Godfrey to keep Cody in. Um, I think I'm probably going to have to say something that's a bit bit off not what people were thinking, but the Liverpool's second goal, why isn't someone shouting him that he can just put the ball out? Do you know what I mean? I don't know he people might, go, well, he's he a professional footballer. If he's thinking that there's no one behind, but he said, he turns the Coleman to say, what are you doing? Like, wait, not where are you? It's, where's the shout to tell me to hoof the ball out? You know what I mean? He's an experienced professional footballer. I reckon you know, he had his half fella in the Anfield road and telling him to let it in. To leave it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, so I, I don't think we can I don't think we can throw Conor Coden out the team for if it is just for that. I don't think he's had terrible games where he like he's costing goals. Um and Mina, you, you get twenty minutes out of Mina. Michael Keane's not good enough, so I'd keep Cody in. He's probably better than the two of them. Yeah. Um here's a name for you, mate, that he was on the bench the other day and he hasn't had a sniff. Does anyone know what I'm talking about? Ruben Vanagre, why, 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 yeah. why, why, why is he not playing? What is he? Is he that bad that he can't get it ahead of, of Michalenko? And I'm, listen, I'm not coming hard for Michalenko, but I just thought he had a terrible game the other day. I did. No, the thing with me with Michalenko is he's your he, he left back and your right back, the wingers. Do you, and we're struggling, we're desperate for creativity and 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 people to put the ball in the box. So, so look at. The other, the other lot. Do you know what I mean? They're two full-backs. The assists, they get to have competitions in between themselves. You know, you go through the top six and they've all got really good crosses of the ball, a full-back. Michalenko is not, not it. We give him a free ride because his defending was okay. He's now can't defend. He's got to come out of the team. Might be good for the lad. He might actually need it himself. Uh, yeah. And the only other one I'd make is I'd take McNeil out and put Gray in. If yeah. a fully fit grey comes in, and I a grey that can track as well, a, a, a grey that'll track. Do you know what I mean? If if yeah. if grey wants, and he does, he does as well. He will track. To be fair yeah. To him. yeah. Uh, so he's got to come in because he cuts in as well. He's a bit dangerous, isn't he? Gets you up, you know, put you on the edge of the seat sometimes, grey. So I'd put grey in. Sorry, Melinda. I, I'd drop the car here and put the car here for grey. I'll put a Warby in the middle, and then change it. Obviously, I'd. I'd I don't know. I, I don't. I just. I, I can't see him making many changes, which is annoying. I was thinking of the Corey, but I actually don't think he's been too bad in the last two games. I, I, I've heard a few people saying he was, he was absolutely horrendous against Liverpool, and I have to be honest. I thought for me, maybe I was watching a different game. He, he was probably he won't five out of ten is probably what I give him, which is being generous. I thought he was the only one who was doing anything for me. Could be wrong though. I don't think it's a good thing, but. I don't, I don't think it's a good thing, but I've got to go playing. So that's what I was just about to say that, like, he didn't stand out to me. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Like, if he was just doing what he was supposed to do and didn't cause shit, or if, like, he just didn't stand out to me because he just 
I thought out of the three of them, he, you know. he put himself about more than the other two, which wasn't hard, by the way. Anana and Idrissi Gay were, were, were terrible for the whole game. If I was dropping any yeah. of the three of them, it'd be Idrissi Gay. I mean, Idrissi Gay is a, is a conundrum, isn't he? He's just like, when he's good, he's really good, but Jesus yeah. Christ, when he's bad, he's like a like he's won a competition to play football. It's just awful. Yeah. You can see him visibly losing confidence when throughout the game whenever they're getting beat. It's hard to see, like what? So it's so slow in France, though, mate, isn't it? You know what I mean? I know. Yeah. Like Anana, when he first came in, it took him a little bit to get up to the speed of the Premier League. So I think Idrissi Gay might have lost that, and he's aged as well. Don't forget, well, no, what did he leave us at? Was he 28 or something like that? Yeah. And he's come back four or five years later into a Premier League that's a hell of a lot better. Yeah. Um, can you take him out? Because he does, as you just I said, just, if you get yeah. a good Idrissi Gay, he's a nine. Against Arsenal, I thought he was brilliant. Went under yeah. the radar for yeah. a lot of people. I thought he was fantastic. I think if you ask him to do that kind of job, and hopefully that Goodison Park now, every game's like that now, that's that's the hope anyway. But let's move on to up front because this is the one, isn't it? If Calvert-Lewin is probably not, he's probably not going to be fit. We all know that. Ellis Sims, yeah, listen, can I just go first on Ellis Sims? I, I mean, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to write this loud off. I don't, but and people are saying he was throwing at the deep end. It's unfair and all that. I expected to run around a lot more than what he did. He should run around, at least run around a little bit more than what he did. That was that was so easy for them, the poor centre backs. I mean, people say it's not his game, but you know, it's a Merseyside derby. Run around. That's all I'm going to say. And I'm not writing him off, and I want him to do well, but need to see more than that. That was not good. Well, it wasn't even his debut, was it? But it wasn't a good performance for me. Like I, I've just got to be honest. Like don't know what anyone else feels about that. It was his first start, wasn't it? No, Chelsea last season was his first start, wasn't it? Oh yeah, sorry. Away, but yeah, no, it's I don't know. It's just what it just is work rate. I mean, we we were mentioning before we came on messing around about Dennis Strakulesi. He was he was shite, but he run around and he he put himself about and he was a nightmare. He's like a little pest, like a little wasp to the defenders, and that's all we want. It's, you know, if you're not in the game, get yourself in the game. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. Well, I will Steve say that's one thing that that's one thing that Neil Mope does. Exactly. Yeah, he does. completely wound Zinchenko up completely. Yeah. So that's the thing up top. But like, I, I don't know. Okay, if he's gonna keep Ellis Sims in, I would put Gray. Yeah. With him, but if he's gonna go with Mope, I'd probably go with McNeil. What do you want to go? Do you want to do your lineups then? We'll go you and Melinda Cena's in full flow there. What what's your lineup for Saturday against Leeds? So. So it'll be Pickford, obviously, and then the back four. I would do Godfrey at uh, left back. Oh, yeah, yeah oh. I, I don't. I don't know if I want. I don't know if I want to put in Holgate for Coleman. I've been humming and hawing about yeah, this. I, have I really well. don't know. I've been thinking about that all day as well. I, I, I think I know. I, you know, I think I might. I go Holgate, Mina, Tarky, Godfrey. Keep I I I think I'd keep Ganagay, Awobi. Can think of his fucking name. You had the Paul Brown. You had the Paul Brown. I did. I had like a bra- I had like a massive brain fart just then. Yeah. Um, Onana, Ghana, Awobi. Where am I at? I'm not gonna pull a Paul Brown and only pick ten or pick fifteen. McNeil, you're up to now. And then you know what? I think I think he might. 
I think he might keep Sims. I think I go gray and Sims. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Jamie, Jamie, do you want to go next? Yeah. Um, Pickford, Coleman, Ooh. Cody, Tarkovsky. I love Coleman. I'm kidding. <laughs> Godfrey, mm, Gay, Anana, Decore. I've just said I wouldn't, but I'm thinking of getting Gray up front. So McNeil, Gray, Awobi. Okay. James, go on mid. See if you can remember all 11 players, because I can never do it. I'm panicking. Oh, I, I, I only picked 10. It was worse when we used to play five at the back, by the way. I did only pick yeah. 10. Oh, well, it's fine. We knew. We knew you meant. I'm afraid now. I'm thinking. Pickford, I don't know if Parsons fair enough. So Parson, Tarkovsky, Mina, Godfrey. God, this is. I'm dropping Decore. Garner getting an eye in the middle. Yeah. Will be in front of them. Gray, McNeil, and Ellis Sims. Yeah. But I can see him. I can see him going with Mope. I don't know why. I can just see him going with Mope on Saturday and take Ellis Sims out of limelight. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be my. Uh, I I missed. I missed one. I did pull a Paul Brown, but I I think I'd throw Mope up there as well with um, Sims and Gray. Yeah. I would go Pickford, Coleman, Michael Keane. Oh my God! Yeah, Michael Keane. Paul Brown. I know. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. I just think because right. him and Tarkovsky played really well at Burnley together. I think it's time to get the band back together. You know what, yeah. Paul? He could he could be a brand new man with old Daichi boy in there. Yeah. He could be a brand new man. You never know. Yeah, I go. <laughs> yeah. Ben Ben to good shout that Ben Godfrey left back. I keep the same three in midfield, Onana, Garnake, and Decore, Iwobi, Tamari Gray, and I just have no one up front. I'll play up front. No, um, Ellis Sims. I give him a go. I think for his confidence, he probably needs to play again. Yeah, I think think at home, he deserves a shot. Yeah. Uh, Right. Predictions. Who wants to go first? Put your hand up if you want to go first. I'll go first. Go on, mate. Jamie. 2 0. The lead. Fucking badly negative you, lot. <laughs> no. 2 <laughs> 0. I think. <laughs> um, I think Ben Godfrey will score from a corner. His first goal for Everton, not a B, mate. Yeah. And I did, uh, Jamari Gray will score. Excellent. Good day. Right. The offer start, mate. That's right. I hope so. Who wants to go next? James, you're next. We're on a podcast, you have to speak, you can't just leave it. Go like on, that. James. Go on, lad. Oh, God. 3-1, uh, 3-1, yeah. I think Morpil will get one. Gray will get one. And another Tarkovsky get the, And obviously that Granato will score for them. He's good, him, isn't he? Yeah. He's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Three and a half million, was it? Pay for him? Yeah. Something like that. I know, yeah. Melinda? Are you in? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, as well, mine was 2 0, but um, I'm thinking Tarky header, um, and then uh, Damari Gray will get one as well. My right. boy, oh, I think it'll be a, a hell of a game. I think it'll be 3 2 Everton, yeah. 
Oh, Nana okay. has to... No, I'm only messing. <laughs> <laughs> you love him so oh, no. much. I'm going to make a big sign that says, my mate Paul Brown loves you. Can I have your shirt so he yeah. can sniff it? <laughs> just one of his cornrows. Just let me sniff one of his cornrows. That'll be for me. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> yeah, yeah, who do I think is going to score? Uh, oh, Jesus. Sims is going to get one as well. And I'll, How unreal would that be? I will that say, Ona- I, I think Onana is going to score. <laughs> I'll, I'll put Onana in there as well. So, yeah. Unreal. There you That'd go. be a good day at the office, that, Paul, yeah, wouldn't uh, it? Very, yeah, very excellent day at the office. That's a <laughs> few pints after that one, I'm telling you. So, yeah. uh, I have give them two goals, like so. Any Leeds fans listening, I'll give you two goals. But uh, now that was a good part, that. Uh, thanks for joining us. And James... Nice one, mate. Thanks for the good little debut that we'll get you on again sometime if you want. Um, no worries. <clears throat> yeah, and as always, up the toffees. Up the toffees. Come on, James. Got to say it. Up the toffees. There you go. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Sports Social Podcast Network.